Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Ho, ho, ho! This podcast is number 73 for the festive month of December 2020. Glad tidings to you all with a a merry ho, 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 ho! It is said that Father Christmas lives in a far-off magical place near the North Pole. One of the extraordinary facts about this place is that the mean temperature, when recorded in degrees Celsius, is exactly the same number as when reported in degrees Fahrenheit. So the puzzle of the month for December is to figure out what this number is. So it's a temperature that's the same in degrees Fahrenheit as degrees Celsius. And while you think about that, let's ramble on with the rest of the podcast. Many schools have special festive events in these weeks leading up to Christmas, and mathematics lessons can also have a seasonal theme. I really think it's very important that when we come right to the end of term and the holidays are about to begin, that rather than saying, okay, we'll have some fun now in maths lessons and then do something completely non-mathematical, It gives the idea that maths is a bit boring and tedious and the real joy of life is doing something else. And I think that need not be the case. If you can find a fun mathematical activity to do in those last few lessons before the holidays, I think it's win all round. So, I've got some ideas. And it's called the Chris Maths page. See what I did there? And it links to all sorts of Yuletide-flavoured mathematics. So I'm really hoping that there's something there that will tickle your fancy and that you will enjoy doing with your classes at the end of this term. One of the time-honoured seasonal mathematical puzzles involves working out the number of gifts received according to that old song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. Now, if you don't know the songs, and there, there are many versions of it, but the gist is that the obsessed lover delivers more and more presents on each of the 12 days of the holiday, and pupils are usually able to arrive at the answer of how many presents are delivered altogether, but there's no better way to check the answer than with some music. So if you scroll down the 12 Days of Christmas starter page, you'll find a little musical excerpt that I've included there from a Natalie Cole song in which she actually sings the answer. What a nice way to finish. Okay, let's talk about the new resources that have appeared on the website this last month. Uh, I'll start off with Don's Graph Snaps. It's a self-marking exercise and it's Transom's tribute to the late Don Stewart. It appeared on his blog in 2011 and here now we have the the interactive self-marking version of it. 
Don was an extremely talented educator. He was an insightful designer of resources and a wonderful person. I worked with Don in the 1990s at Birmingham's Curriculum Support Service. He was the seasoned consultant and I was the new kid on the block. But I learned so much from Don and his ideas inspired many of the activities on this website. Another new resource called Parts of Sequences presents a selection of consecutive terms of a sequence um, Rather than the first few terms, it's somewhere within the sequence. So that's slightly unusual to start with. And the, the challenge is to choose which of the given formulas for the nth term matches the sequence fragment. The letters representing the correct formulas produce five five-letter maths words, and they were difficult to find, which together make an instruction to perform a calculation in order to claim a trophy. So that's called parts of sequences. And all the things that I talk about in this podcast, you can find the links at transom.org slash newsletter. The Polygon Angles animation was created to produce the graphics for a new help video, um, but I decided that teachers might want to use the animation themselves as part of their own explanation. So I've put it into the Shine and Write collection so that you can shine it up on your whiteboard and write all over it, whatever you'd like to do. Anyway, it's the animation um, of exterior interior angles in polygons. The exterior angles of a regular polygon is demonstrated by a little bug that crawls around the sides of the polygon and at the end of each side it turns through the exterior angle. So I've used that for many, many years, but now I've got a visual aid to help me explain what the bug does. So there you go, that's called Polygon Angles Animation. You can find Transom Mathematics at www.transom.org. Cube face meetings and coloured cube 3D might just drive you crazy. The ability to relate the faces of a three-dimensional cube to the two-dimensional representation on a net will hopefully be improved by tackling these exercises. And cutting out the nets from recycled paper or card is encouraged to give you an idea of how the net folds into the three-dimensional shape. Next, I'll mention the new trapezium rule resource. Uh, and while working on this brand new self-marking exercise, a student asked me, what was the ratio of people who call this the trapezoidal rule compared to trapezium rule? Well, I haven't got a clue. I haven't done the research, but I guess it's the same as the ratio of people who say math instead of maths whatever that might be. Maybe someone can enlighten me. Oh, and don't forget, there is an American-British-English comparison of maths words activity on the website, if you're interested in that topic. Thanks to the teacher for pointing out a slight error in the tessellating challenges involving pentominoes and tetrominoes, and it has now been corrected. But I take consolation in being good company 
where understanding tessellations is concerned because I just heard the story on the No Such Thing as a Fish podcast of how Marjorie Rice, a mother of five, pointed out an error in Martin Gardner's work on tessellating pentagons. So I'm not alone there in having these errors pointed out. Um, Anyway, this is quite an interesting story about Marjorie Rice, but I'll let the QI elves tell the story. Have you guys ever heard of Marjorie Rice? No, Marjorie Rice. So there's a guy called Martin Gardner who you might have heard of, and he um, did like a lot of columns. He was like a popular mathematician. And he wrote once in one of his columns that only certain types of pentagons can perfectly tile on a flat surface. And Mm -hmm. they were all known. So there's only a few different types of pentagons that can tessellate, and we know what they all are. And this uh, lady called Marjorie Rice, she only had a high school education. She's in America. And she thought, I bet there's some more. And so she started cutting things out, like cutting out these pentagons and trying to find different pentagons that would fit in this way. And she worked on it all the way through her free time. This was during the 1970s. All the time she had free, she would just try and come up with new ways of working out pentagons that would be able to tessellate. And when her husband and her children came home, she would hide them because she was so embarrassed that this is what she was doing. And she came up with her own notation her own mathematics that would describe these things. And eventually she sent the results to Gardner and said, look, I found all these new pentagons, which will tessellate. And he's like, this is like, this is like new maths. And you've only got a high school education. And he sent it on to some experts and they saw her notation and they were like, oh, this just looks like gibberish. But the more they looked at it, the more they realized that this was a new type of mathematics that would tell you these new kind of pentagons that will tessellate. And she's discovered more than 50 pentagons that tessellate. Breaking news. The first door of the maths advent calendar opens today. Well, that is the 1st of December, but it might not be today if you're not listening to this podcast on the 1st of December. But if you are, the first door opens. And remember, the links to all these things are in transom.org slash newsletter. Yet more news. There are now two maths Christmas cards ready for you to print out, fold up, write on, and uh, send to your other mathematical friends or your students or your mother. Anyway, (laughs) enjoy those. The answer to the puzzle of the month is, wait for it, negative 40. Yes, amazing that negative 40 degrees Celsius is the same temperature as negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. And the way I worked that out was um, using the formula for converting temperatures from Celsius to Fahrenheit. So the temperature in Fahrenheit is the temperature in centigrade multiplied by 9, divided by 5, add 32. So if both of those temperatures are represented by the letter T, because they're the same, I have an equation, a linear equation, which can be solved to give the answer T is negative 40. Hope you enjoyed that puzzle. Poor old Santa, minus 40. Whoa, winter draws on. 
Finally, I would like to warmly wish you a very happy Christmas, even though for most it will be quite different from what we are used to. Stay safe, remain positive, look after yourself, and if you can, look after someone else too. Merry Christmas. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free. Or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.